Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close for the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast, thanks to OAC Digital. Round 15 sees the Raiders on the road to Wollongong to win stadium to take on the St George Illawarra Dragons on Saturday afternoon, 5.30pm kickoff after a really good win against the Broncos in round 14 here at GIA Stadium. Joining me on the podcast this week, Tom Logan and Rosie Harrison. How are we? Hey Ben, how's it going? Fantastic, Tommy. Yeah, good to see you, both of you. Always good to come in and talk some Raiders footy after a win and uh, and it was a really good performance, uh, Tom. Uh, both teams... Uh, were desperate uh, and the Raiders you know, showed a bit of class and were able to, to put in a really strong win. Yeah, it was definitely a very satisfying team performance. I don't think there was a player in that side that really put a foot wrong. Everyone, It was a simple case of every player just doing their job and doing it well and I'm pretty stoked with that win actually. Yeah, Rosie, uh, obviously the Broncos uh, below us on the ladder but still uh, plenty of good players in their side uh, including Carmichael Hunt who played his first game in I think nine years since he, or ten years since he played an NRL game. Yeah, he did well. And yeah, you're right, the Broncos, I mean, they are uh, sort of on the ladder, but they do have a lot of dangerous players in their squad. So it was good to get the win over them. And yeah, you're right, like it was 10-0 and they scored a try. So they look like they might come back a little bit. But um, yeah, the Raiders too good in the end. Yeah, we'll have a look at that game in a bit more depth shortly. We'll also catch up a little bit later with uh, Raiders centre, Matt Tomoko, who got an opportunity last week. And we'll preview the Raiders and the Dragons. But first, let's go around the horn. Yeah, all the news making headlines this week at Raiders HQ. Uh, let's start with the team for this week. An unchanged lineup uh, for the first time in a very long time. I think it's been about since round two that we uh, went into a game with an unchanged team. And uh, obviously a win makes it easier for the coaches. And they've selected the same side, Tom, uh, that got the job done against uh, the Broncos on the weekend. Yeah, big fan of this. Love it. Uh, the team that played last week against the Broncos... I don't think there was, there's not really anyone in there that you can probably change, uh, to be honest. And I just really liked the way that that team went out and did their job, as I've mentioned or alluded to earlier. And I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more of the same this week. Yeah, uh, Ryan James, the only uh, new face, I suppose, available for selection this week after coming back from um, that suspension. Uh, and also, I saw that Harley Smith Shields is on the team sheet, Rosie, for. Uh, the New South Wales Cup team after a long layoff with a biceps injury. So nice to have a bit of depth back. Yeah, that's great news that he's back. And yeah, the New South Cup team, and they did, had a great win on the weekend as well. So um, yeah, hopefully they'll start to get a few more players back. Yeah, it was great um, performance from both of those sides on the weekend to get the, the two points. Uh, I suppose uh, sign, some signing news around uh, the possibility of uh, Dragons player, ironically, who we played this weekend, Matt Dufty. Um, came down to Canberra last week and caught up with uh, coach Ricky Stewart um, and they had an initial discussion uh, around whether or not he'd be interested in maybe coming down here. Um, It's been well publicised, Tom, that the Dragons uh, have told him that he could look elsewhere and I suppose it's now uh, between the club and Matt to to work out if they can come together with some sort of um, offer for him. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Matt Dufty is a very quality player and... uh, there's been a lot of talk and speculation about where he might fit in to the Raiders side if this move was to eventuate. I mean, he's a player that is very exciting. Obviously, I know, Rosie, you've, you're one who's uh, kept a bit of an eye on him uh, uh, over the years. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think any side would welcome him in into this team. And, um, you know, I'd, 
I guess, watch this space. Yeah, it's a, a bit of an unknown at the moment, but uh, one thing that the, the Raiders have really worked hard on over the last few years, Rosie, is building depth in all positions. So, um, obviously, um, Chan's nickel cook star when fit and healthy um, is our number one choice at fullback. Um, and, and Bailey Simonson showed some good things on the weekend, and we've had Kayla Bacons fill in there as well. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what would happen there. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, Bailey obviously had a great game on the weekend and showed where he's at as fullback and Caleb Aikens as well. Uh, Dufty, you know, he'll be, he would be a good inclusion um, to the side. But, yeah, great to see the depth of the players coming through. Yeah, I am hearing around the traps that we could be on the verge of some re-signing news too with a number of players. So uh, we'll keep you posted on who they may be uh, in the weeks ahead. But um, from what I'm hearing, um, a few of our younger players – um, that have been performing really well, maybe in line for some new contracts. So um, watch this space there as well. Uh, another one that's a bit close to Rosie's heart, because obviously, Rosie, you work with the Canberra Region Rugby League and all of that rugby league development and those teams that come underneath that banner. And one of the sides is the Score Raiders, and they're having a game against the Dragons on Saturday before the main game down there at Wollongong. Yeah, it's an amazing opportunity for them. They're taking on the Score Dragons at 4.45, so right before the 5.30 NRL kickoff. They've got an 18-player squad coming down to Wollongong to play. Um, the Score Raiders actually have been playing in the local under-14s competition um, in Canberra Region Rugby League and they've been doing a really great job and been playing some really good footy so it's great for them to be able to play um, at Wynn Stadium in front of a good crowd. I love that they're playing in the local competition and I'm sure those uh, teams in the under-14s division get a real kick out of playing them as well and uh, I'm hearing that they're, they're no easy BT to the score Raiders, they're going quite well. Yeah, definitely. The te- other teams are getting behind them so much. Like they played the Bungendore Tigers a couple of weeks ago and the Bungendore Tigers team gave them a Viking clap to go onto the field and they're all getting um, behind them. So it's really nice to see. And yeah, the score Raiders play some great footy. So keen to see them play against the Dragons this weekend. Yeah, can't wait to see those guys in action down there. We'll have gone three games of footy down there uh, on the weekend. We've got the cup game at 3.05, the score Raiders there at 4.45 and then, of course, the main game at 5.30. So it should be a cracker uh, down there at Wollongong. Raiders 38, Broncos 16, GIO Stadium on Saturday night and wasn't it great to see the team go on with the job? Um, as Rosie mentioned earlier, uh, they were out to a 10-nil lead uh, and obviously we some people were thinking, uh, well, we've seen this movie before, um, let's see what changes and uh, thankfully for the Raiders, they were able to go on with the job in the second half, Tom. Yeah, definitely. It was very, very much a clinical performance. Uh, I, the thing that I was really impressed about was a lot of the tries that we scored, you could tell that they were pretty much, they just came from hard work that was put in on the training field. You know, there was a lot of sort of set plays that I think that they've been really working on and it was great to see those executed. Josh Hodgson said in his media interview last week that he thought that the, the first training session back after the buy was the best one that they'd had uh, all season, yeah. um, and you know that's a pretty pretty big call to make. That considering all those times they've hit the paddock, yeah, I don't, to, to don't think he was wrong. That, <laughs> to single out that one session as being the strongest one. So obviously everyone came back with a bit of purpose, and uh, we talked about Bailey Simonson before Rosie, and he slotted straight into fullback. He had two try assists, uh, including a, a wonderful pass around the corner to Semi Valame. Yeah, he did a really great job. I mean, he's played a, a bit of fullback in the past, but this season was his first uh, time as fullback, and yeah, he just slotted straight in. Worked really well with the halves and yeah, great setup um, play and offloading. So yeah, he did a really great job. Our guest this week on the podcast in the the, uh, the upcoming segment will be Matt Tomoko, Tom, and I, I thought he was 
wonderful as well. Really strong ball runner. Um, was able to make a nice little line break there and set up Sam Williams for a try. Yeah, it was great to see him back in action. I really loved the work that all of our back five really did on Saturday night, especially Mokes. I thought he made some really strong carries out of our own half and uh, hopefully, you know, this is now a big sort of opportunity for him now to really sort of stake his claim in this team. We talked about it on the podcast last week, but we said the injection of a couple of international forwards in Josh Papali'i and Joe Tarpany were going to make a big difference and it did just that. Um, um, Papa obviously started the game and then uh, Taps came in uh, initially uh, for a, a HIA replacement but then um, had some really good minutes on the field, Rosie, and I thought he was um, really strong for us in the middle part of the field. Yeah, he's just such a dangerous player. You know, every time he gets the ball, he beats the first tackle and he you know, offloads and stuff. So it's, he's a really dangerous player. And yeah, he showed that on the weekend. And Papali, you know, he um, came back fired up and he, you know, scored that amazing try. And um, yeah, he's done a really good job as well. Yeah, you mentioned the back five, Tom. I thought uh, also Sammy Valame was really strong. And just having that um, experience of Jordan Rapana out there as well, um, you know, you've got Seb, Chris, Semi, Matt Tomoko, Bailey Simonson, all relatively mm, young. Yeah. And then you've got Jordan. Uh, and uh, we'll ask Matt about this uh, a little bit later on, but apparently Rapper sprayed him a couple <laughs> of times during the game and, and just told him to, to make sure he was doing the right thing. So that's that's good that he's taking yeah. that leadership in that back five. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic sign. And I think especially those those younger sort of four players, they, they you definitely need to have that experience around you. Uh, it's easy to sort of, I guess, get caught, caught in the moment when you're obviously a bit younger, but uh, that's that's really good signs from rapper that he's, you know, he's not letting the, any of those young pups get complacent and making sure that they're still doing their job. One guy who I also thought was really strong was Corey Hadawira-Denida. He scored that try uh, early in the game. He showed some pace and he, he's proven that um, he can be a real asset for us on that right edge. Yeah, that, oh, that, that that line that he ran for that try was, uh, I think I've probably watched that about 10 times. It's just something that's quite satisfying to watch. But yeah, he's. I think Corey's been probably been one of our better players this season. I think he's really come in leaps and bounds since joining the club halfway through last season. And long may continue. You know, he's an exciting player. And uh, we know that when he's at the best in the best of his form, he's one of the best uh, back rowers in the competition. Yeah, he's a really strong ball runner and ball carrier. I mean, we could go through and list... Um, each player individually yeah. 1 to 17 because they all played really well and, and that's what yeah. they need to do um, for the rest of the season if they're going to get things back on track and get themselves back on to, into the eight but uh, we'll touch on the Raiders-Dragons game shortly we'll also catch up with Matt Tomoko stick around you're listening to Behind the Limelight thanks to OAC Digital Well, joining us on Behind the Line Lot this week is Raiders centre Matt Tomoko. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Mate, it's been a whirlwind week for you. Um, obviously, you weren't expecting to get the call up. You'd been concussion sub a couple of times and then you got an opportunity uh, down there at GIO Stadium on uh, Saturday night. Talk us through um, that game and, and what it meant to you. Yeah, um, obviously, you know, that was my first um, proper footy game, you know, um, not footy game, but like proper NRL game, you know, playing against some um, quality opposition. Um, it, yeah, it was a it was a good game uh, overall. You know, the boys really um, stood up, and I thought um, we all played really well, and um, it was good to get the win with them. You had those two games last year, but your first game this season. Have you noticed the change in the pace of the game? Because you played those first games, um, the middle of last season and the last game of the year, and then now with all these rule changes, did you did you notice a, a quicker game? Yeah, heaps quicker. Um, there was t- there was um, moments in the game where I was absolutely blowing. <laughs> I wanted to bend over, but um, uh, I couldn't. Um, but yeah, 
It's gone way quicker than last year. I heard after the game you did an interview with one of the journos and uh, you said that um, you, Jordan Rappin, obviously very experienced player, was on your outside and he gave you a couple of sprays just to keep you going. <laughs> did, did you find that helpful at all? <laughs> uh, a little bit, you know, it just helps you to not <laughs> mess up the next one. No, but he was good. Um, you know, as, as many sprays he gave, you know, um, he also gave helpful advice as well. So, um, yeah, it was good from this part. <laughs> Mate, tell us a bit about yourself. Obviously, Raiders members and fans got to see a glimpse of you last year when you made your debut against the Bulldogs. But tell us a bit about your background. How did you end up in Canberra at the Raiders? Um, yeah, so I was, I think I was playing school rugby back home, rugby union, because um, it was my first year playing that for the first 15 for Auckland Grandma. Yep. And, um, yeah, I just kept um, playing a few games. And I think Pete Mahullen come along to one of our games. It might have been against Kings because it's a televised game. Like, it's yep. pretty massive back home. And that, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal back over there, right? Yeah, yeah big yeah. rivalry. Um, and, yeah, I think through that, um, you know, just uh, met with mum a couple of times. And, um, yeah, we both, um, me and mum both, you know, liked um, what he was presenting. And, yeah, come over to, on 2018 and started with SG Ball. So when you when you were playing in in those games against Kings, did you did you know that he was on the sideline and and that he was from the Canberra Raiders, or did you had no idea? And then no, you not really. Approached um, him? Yeah, exactly. You just um, come up, um, talk to my manager Richard White, and um, yeah, got it all sorted from there. I was just focused on playing footy that game. Was that one, were those one of those games that you see those clips where the whole school gets on the yeah. field and does the harker yeah. at each yeah. other? Yeah, that's the one. What's that like? What? Oh man, it's cracker. Like you want to, I wanted to join in, but like because we've got to kind of go to like hold the front, like hold it together at the front. And, um, yeah, they all do it behind us, and it's mad. It must be just an incredible atmosphere. We were talking about a, a, a schoolboys game here, but it just looks like a, it's a next-level atmosphere. Yeah, it's full hectic. It's um, it's good, too, because, like, if in the crowd, you know, it's all your best mates in the crowd, they're sitting there, and they're all cheering you on. It's probably, like, best one of the best feelings I've ever had, apart from debuting, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you came over here um, and played some games in the lower grades, and... Um, you even played a bit of local footy. I think you played for the Belcon and Sharks for a game or two as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Sharkies. I think about three, four games, maybe five. Yeah, that was straight after um, SG. I didn't get a lot of um, game time for SG because I come over with an injury, uh, with a back injury, which sat me up for round one. And then when I was ready to go for round two, um, I tore my meniscus um, during training. So I was out for most of the season, but got to play... Uh, I think it was the semis against Penrith where we lost and um, <laughs> it didn't play well. <laughs> it played all that well. It was the first, game, um, first Australian you know, footy game. And then, yeah, after that I just got told um, we'll have to play a couple of local games and then hopefully see how it goes so if I get a um, call up to, to the 20s. Is that with a, in terms of experience, though, like you, you can look back on that now and go, you know what, uh, even at the time I might have thought, geez, what am I doing? I'm on, in another country playing... Um, local football Like it's it's not what I Came over here to do But you can Go back to that experience And draw from that And go look That was actually Really good for me Yeah it was You know It was a, it's, um, it was a Humbling experience I'd say um, Not that I was You know Overthinking stuff But just to You know Be around that um, Kind of environment It kind of pushes you Even more To want to You know Crack it And kind of You know Progress through And into that Other uh, The world at the twenties was at the time. <laughs> yeah, well, the twenties was the, the season, the, the breakout season for you. You had a, a, a tremendous um, year at that level for the Raiders, and that's what gave you the opportunity to move into that NRL training squad. And um, I suppose then, once again, good memories from that season as well. Yeah, yeah. This um, our the second twenty season was probably the best. Um, 
there was a, you know our team is just so um, close. We're all like real good mates. You know, we still catch up with each other even now. Um, it is even like a few of the boys are still in training full time now. So um, yeah, honestly, it was good. Um, we were all just real close. Um, gelled real well, and yeah, that was that was a great experience to be a part of. And the the, the on flow from that was that experience that you guys had at the end of last season. There was that round twenty game against the Sharks, and Rick decided to rest a heap of players from the finals, and all of a sudden, there's you know eight or nine of you guys that have played footy together at junior level, all playing first grade together. That must have just been an incredible night, especially with, with the fact that you got the win. 100%. That was mad, eh? I think there's, yeah, I think there's like six of us from that 20s team that played um, NRL together. So that was a good experience, you know, especially debuting with like all your best, all best mates from here. And yeah, that's like, that's our childhood dreams. So you've been, you've been, you've been at the Raiders for quite a few years now. Uh, is there anyone in the senior squad at the moment that you, you really look up to or someone that you sort of lean on for advice? Um, positionally, you know, I've, there's Jared Croker there. You know, he, he's um, he's always willing to help. You know, he's a great leader. Obviously, he's you no know, captain of the club, so there's um, obviously him. And then you've got um, you know Josh Papali, you know, big name, big name in um, rugby league, and also Jack White. You know, is a superstar. So um, you know, there people that have been there, done that. So if I ever need anything, I'll um, you know anyone can lean on them and ask. You know, doesn't even have to be me. You know, people even younger than them can go talk to them. That's how um, you know open and friendly they are. So tell us a bit about yourself more, I guess, away from the footy field. You know, what, what do you like to do when you're not playing footy? What's Matt Tomoko get up to? I'm pretty boring. I just play <laughs> sit home, play PlayStation. <laughs> I don't do a lot other than that. Um, sometimes I go to the gym every now and then. But, um, oh, don't you, you don't go to the gym enough here? Or <laughs> <laughs> get a few bicep curls for the weekend. <laughs> no. Get that body pump on. Who's your, who's your, who are your mates? Who do you kick around with here at the club? Obviously, you mentioned you've got the guys you came through with, but is there anyone that you... You know, hang out with a bit and just uh, you know spend a bit of time with. Yeah, yeah. It's usually me, David Medlin, and uh, me, David Medlin, Adam Cook, and um, usually Corey Horsberg as well. We usually tag along and chill with each other. Yep. Yeah. What about uh, in terms of your footy, mate? You, what what would you describe yourself in, in terms of your strengths on the football field? We've got a, a bit of a glimpse into into what you can do on the weekend. You're obviously a really um, powerful runner with the ball. Is that the is that the part of your game you like to focus on? You you're running and and what parts of the game do you want to work on? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think uh, your running's been a strength. That's always been a strength of my game. Uh, but I think that the the thing that I want to learn, uh, well, practice more is more the skill side of it, you know, the flick passes, the catch pass, you know, um, knowing when to give it, when to not. I think that's the thing that really needs to be worked on in my um, game and attack and defence is, you know, just the reads, um, knowing when to jam, when not to, um, you know, knowing when to come in, um, yeah, just stuff like that, uh, which I do get to practice out in the training field. But, yeah, that's something I've been working really hard on. This weekend you're up against the Dragons down there at Wynn Stadium. You guys um, take them on. They've come off the back of a pretty disappointing loss against the Bulldogs. I'm sure they're going to be up for this game and, and it's going to be a really, um, a really good test for where the sides are, our side's at now after that win against the Broncos. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to come out, you know, firing. Obviously they, you know... Um, they coming, yeah, coming off a disappointing loss. So I think they're going to be um, their coach is probably going to get them fired up, and um, you know we're ready for it. You know we've been training out here, we've been tra- training pretty hard today. Um, we've got a training session tomorrow. We're going to rip in, and you know just um, do what we can to get the win. Uh, the matchup that I'm looking forward to you know, is in the middle of the field. Dynamis Louis and Paul Vaughan. Um, Nami was one of those guys that played in that game with you in round 20 last year. He's a senior player. He's played at Origin level. 
Um, I'm really liking what he's doing to start the games at the moment. Is he is he a player that can help set a platform along the, with the likes of Josh Papali? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, Nami comes up with a lot of um, energy plays that, you know, get to the boys up, whether it be um, a kick chase and um, he's the first four down there, you know what I mean? Or One-on-one strip, another yeah, one on one the weekend. One strip, yeah, <laughs> he's good at them. Uh, so, yeah, he's like um, – he brings those big plays that, you know, that can just energise the team and I'm really looking forward to playing again with him this weekend. Yeah, well, I've gone uh, obviously a bit of a – for me, it's, this is a pretty interesting matchup. up uh, The two Fijians going at it, big semi, uh, <laughs> Balame and uh, a former, I guess, old Raider, even though he didn't play first grade game for the club, uh, Mikhail Ravalawa. So uh, I think that's going to be quite a physical matchup out there on the wing. How, how do you see that one panning out, mate? And probably glad you yeah, don't no, have Mika on your side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's going to be good. Um, you know, obviously Mika's pretty strong. You know, um, I've seen him growing um, – I've seen him when he was here and – He's different. He was terrorizing, <laughs> terrorizing people, and um, yeah, uh, Semi's been doing the same. So um, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. But yeah. I'd All right, podcast prediction time. Uh, Tom, you got a victory last week. You, you took Sebastian Chris on for a try, so you get a point, uh, which take you guys out to three. Uh, no points for me last week. I went for Matt Tomoko. He let me down last week, so <laughs> oh, no. I might if I'll stick with him again. Uh, and the players, uh, Emre went for Bailey Simonson for a try. He actually had two try assists, but no tries. So the leaderboard there, uh, Tom and John are now out to a three uh, a lead of uh, one and a half over myself and the players. So this week, Tommy, what have you got for us? Yeah, well, I'm hoping to make it a hat-trick uh, this week because I did get Ryan James the week before. But this week, I'm going to back Bucky, Bailey Simonson. I reckon he's going to go over for a meat pie. There you go. Uh, Matty, what have you got for us? I'm thinking the same. You might even go for two this week. Okay, you're going to go Ooh. for one, you're going to go for two. So if well, he gets two, he gets two points. There okay. You go. So we'll, we'll look after you for that one, Matt. Um, so I think that um, the middle of the field is somewhere we can really exploit this weekend. So I think... Uh, I think Big Papa's due for another a try down the middle there somewhere, so I'll go for that. Uh, Matt Tomoko, thanks very much for joining us, mate. It's been a pleasure having you on and finding out a bit more about you, and all the best of luck against the Dragons this weekend. Cheers, thank you. There he is. Uh, Matt Tomoko there joining us on Behind the Limelight. Thanks to OAC Digital. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>